Hello and welcome to the very first Daybreak Mount Pleasant. This is Bob Peters on behalf of the Mount Pleasant Area Chamber of Commerce. During the program that was on February 1st, we highlighted local events, nonprofit organizations, and our sponsors, Great Lakes Bay Michigan Works, Central Michigan University, Three Rivers Corporation, and Latitude Media. This program would not be possible without their continued support. Now, new to the breakfast program is a speaker, and we hope you enjoy the new segment. It is my honor to introduce the speaker of our very first Daybreak Mount Pleasant event, Gene Pickleman. Gene is an advocate for conscious capitalism, a philosophy of doing business in a way that combines making profits and socially responsible choices. Gene is the co-founder of TriStar Trust, a different kind of wealth management firm. In 2000, Gina's co-founder set out to create an organization that held itself to a higher fiduciary standard and made a lasting difference in the lives of all they serve. Through strong relationships and an international purpose, TriStar has grown to a staff of more than 50 professionals, managing over $2 billion in client assets and contributing to more than 160 nonprofits. Gene serves people with heart, passion, and purpose. Day in and day out, his servant leadership focuses on positively impacting all stakeholders. Gene currently serves as the leadership board of the Great Lakes Bay Conscious Capitalism Chapter, whose mission is to elevate humanity through business. Welcome, Gene. Thank you to all of you for having me here this morning. Um, I'm excited to be here. I want to also thank the sponsors and all the nonprofits for what they do in the community. And you know, this is what I love about the chambers. They, they bring people together. As we unite, we can do more together than we do just separately. And so that is such a key to how we grow uh, communities. And uh, I just want to thank you again. You know, today we're going to talk about capitalism, conscious capitalism. Has, has everyone or who has heard of the term conscious capitalism? Okay, about half of you. Okay, good. Um, that helps me out. I, uh, today, what we want to do is to introduce you to this, this term, conscious capitalism. It's a movement. It's a philosophy. There's an organization behind it. It's actually run internationally. But basically what we're trying to do is to elevate humanity where, we're, where we spend most of the time each day, and that's in our businesses. We, uh, today, I'm going to focus primarily on these four tenets of conscious capitalism, and this is why. If you take these four things that I'm going to share with you today, it can change your life. And when it's implemented and embraced by a company, you can do so much more to really elevate all the people who you come in contact with. This conscious movement, really, if I broke it down into one word, it's relationships. Getting to know people individually, just not who they are or whatever, but getting to know them personally. Because there's a challenge out there. We have a challenge. We have a lot of people hurting. And we all know that, right? I mean, that's nothing new. So how can we, as business leaders, go into our, our, our business each day and truly lift people up? These four tenets that I'm going to share with you today is going to describe how you do it. 
But the, as we look at capitalism, there's a lot of people who love capitalism. It works. Historically, you look at what has happened. You know, in, since, since the 1800s, we started out at 85% in extreme poverty. Today, less than 10%. Reason, capitalism. Average life expectancy, 30, 70. We improved the health, the medical advancements, all these things to help we, us live longer. And we look at growth in um, per capita income, again, skyrocketed. C capitalism is the most powerful system for social cooperation and human progress ever conceived. It has the power to do so much more. And that's what we're going to talk about today. When we, even though we have done so much in the way of advancement of our lives and impacting people, when we truly look at where businesses are today, we see a lot of discussion about um, socialism and other forms of um, economic development. By far, capitalism the, the figures um, certainly point out how effective that is. But when, when we look at where we're at, 80% of employees today in America say that their boss doesn't care about them. 80%. 25% of employees are engaged in their business. That means 75% of employees work in an environment that they're not engaged in. Now they go home after working in an environment that they're not engaged in. How effective of a parent or a spouse can they be? We're all concerned with healthcare, right? Work stress is a major contributor to major health issues. Work stress. 40% of heart attacks happen on Monday morning. Amazing, isn't it? So, we as business leaders in our company, if we can impact the environment that we have, can we help relieve the stress of what people are carrying today? Why I'm involved with conscious capitalism is the impact that it can make on the family unit. We're going to talk about these four things today, and it's going to directly impact individuals. And if we can raise them up each day and they can go home and they feel like they've contributed and they've been part of something special and they're contributing to society, I think that will make a big influence on their family, their kids. We think so. So what is conscious capitalism? It's a movement. Started by John Mackey and a guy by uh, um, Raj Sisodia, who was an academic at Babson College. He wrote the book, um, Conscious Capitalism. If you haven't read it, you, I encourage you to get it. But anyway, they, they took a look and they said, hey, what is it that makes r businesses really, really successful? And they did this, and the, they um, um, did this, these great studies. In particular, it was um, Raj Sisodia. And he came along 
and he identified these things. But business is good because it creates value. It's, it's, um, it's ethical because it's always a voluntary exchange. Business is noble because we can increase in the, or we can elevate the, our own existence. And it's heroic from the standpoint that we can pull people out of poverty and bring prosperity to them. Capitalism is what can do that, if done right. And so we're going to be talking about higher purpose, stakeholder orientation, conscious leadership, and conscious culture. The movement is powered by business leaders who truly understand this. And it's a way of doing, and they want, they want, they believe that there's a, a way of doing business that better reflects us in our human journey, the state of the world today, and the innate potential of business to make a positive impact on the world we live in. And we're, let's move on. And the beautiful thing about this is that if you incorporate these four tenets, your business is going to do much better. It's truly amazing. And I can say that because we experience it. Businesses that take these four tenets, and by the way, every business has probably a purpose. They might call it a mission statement. They have, they integrate with stakeholders. They work with others. They raise up conscious leaders. And they also create a great place to work, um, work in. But the question is, can we elevate those? Can we take it to a higher level? And when you do, you will be amazed at what can happen. But historically, conscious companies outperform S&P 500 by 14 to 1, good to great companies by 6 to 1. So if there's a financial motive here, figure it out. Now, one of the things, one of the things conscious capitalism movement is not, it's, it's not a political movement. It's not, we're not here to say, this is how you should run your business. We're not saying that here's the standards, you need to meet these to be a conscious company. No, we're not saying that. We believe you put the capital at risk, you run the company the way you do. All we're saying is that pay attention to these four things, you have an opportunity to really do something special. So when we talk about higher purpose, stake orientation, conscious leadership, and conscious culture. Higher purpose, my favorite. Elevating humanity through business begins by knowing why your company exists. Businesses should exist, we believe, businesses should exist for reasons beyond what you do. We see profit as a necessary means to achieving your purpose, not as an end of itself. So we truly believe profits are important. And so we have, um, as we look at a higher purpose, 
The higher purpose is really a statement of how you're going to make a positive impact in the world or in your community. Your vision is what do you want the world to look like once your purpose is fulfilled. And your mission statement is really a core strategy that must be undertaken to fulfill your purpose. It's what you do. It's a core strategy. But why you do it, something beyond yourselves, is, is, is what the higher purpose is. Now, why is that important? The purpose is why you come into business and come into work each day. This is what unites us. Every single one of our employees from the very beginning, the first day that they come in, they are given. We have a brand messaging guide. And in this guide outlines our vision, our mission, our values, our, um, our, our higher purpose, what it all means, how do you communicate it, how do you not communicate it. If you want to look at this later on, it's really, it's really quite remarkable. Our, our um, marketing director just did a wonderful job identifying the audiences, how do you communicate with them, how do you, how do you message, how do you write an email, how do you write a letter, and it gives you all the verbiage for making sure that that message is, is done well. So look at that. But purpose, again, is it starts there. How many companies here feel that they have a higher purpose? Maybe you don't have to show your hands. Yeah. But how many do we... Do, do companies really take that step to ask what their higher purpose is? And how you do it is you ask all of your stakeholders. It's just not the CEO. It's your clients. It's your staff. It's your strategic alliances. It's your community members. And when you start asking them, hey, what do you think of TriStar? What do you think they're all about? Or how can we work together? I mean, when you start asking these questions of what's important, then, then you can begin to identify how you're making a difference in people's lives. And how to get started is ask these questions. Why does our business exist? What value does our business create? Do we currently have a mission or a vision statement? Do we currently align our leadership, our culture, and stakeholders around this purpose? If not, how can we begin to do this? In what ways are we living out our higher purpose? It's one thing to say things. It's another thing to describe the behaviors of what you're doing to carry this out. How do we communicate our higher purpose internally and externally? I want to share a uh, video on TriStar's higher purpose. That's higher purpose. It's amazing I'm watching that and I have the same suit on. <laughs> so I'm sure you fashion folks out there caught that. Um, so anyway, higher purpose. Stakeholder orientation. This is one I probably learned from 
the most. In running our company, we all tried to do things, our staff, pretty much by ourselves. We didn't really integrate all our stakeholders in a way that we might possibly do. And what we, what we hope to do is that, well, first of all, your stakeholders, anyone who touches your business. So here they are. You got your customers, your employees, the environment, the suppliers, the society, the investors, um, your shareholders. I mean, uh, these are all, um, again, special relationships to you. And the question is, is that are you asking yourself, how can all these people help us accomplish our higher purpose? The first thing you have to do is you got to educate them on what that is and why you exist. And we're always looking out for a win, win, win situation. If it's good for the clients and bad for the employees, you don't do it. There's never a trade-off. Now, people will say, well, Gene, that's just, it's, you just can't do that. Yes, you can. You just have to look harder and work harder to get there. But it's good for, it's good for um, the shareholders, but not for the clients. We've got to raise fees. And we understand that that has to happen. But again, can you bring added value? What do you do? You have to work towards that win-win-win situation. Communication. Are we really effectively communicating with all of our, 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 our stakeholders? This is an area that we always have to ask the question, who needs to know? Who can help us out? And um, from our board directors, I think when we started sharing the conscious capitalism philosophy with my board, I think they thought it was all this soft stuff. Well, they're really enjoying the profits now. <laughs> and so, um, but it, it, what we have to get them engaged. How are they helping us out? How are they carrying this mission of living this higher purpose? Getting started with this is that basically um, it's like anything else. You have to go and you have to meet with those people in a more intimate way. I'll give you an example. A lot of times the CFO, again, not all you CFOs out there, but again, their job is to really control costs and get things at the lowest possible cost and still bring value, right? Well, we take that, uh, we look at that a little differently. We sit down with, a, with a, one of those, our a strategic alliances. Okay, how can we improve what we're doing? I want to pay you what you're worth. As long as you bring the value to my client and work with us. It's a whole different relationship than trying to get them down to the lowest possible cost. Again, win, win, win situation. And we build great relationships. As a result, when something breaks down, we're working together to solve that. And again, uh, again, you can look at every interchange between all those stakeholders. It can be very, very powerful. Wow. Okay, I got five more minutes. Whew. Okay. So these are some of the questions. Who are the company stakeholders? Identifying what they are. Communicate to them the higher purpose. And we'll move on. Conscious um, leadership. 
you know, we heard John Maxwell say, everything rises and falls with leadership. And this is an important part. And part of it is, you know, I can't get to know every single one of my employees really personal, though I, I try. We only have 55. But it takes a lot of time and effort. But you got to get your leaders to do that. Your direct, you know, your direct reports and, and continue to work that down. The qualities of consciously are being empathetic, enthusiastic. You can see all these types of things. We work really hard on this. We have a number of leadership development programs. Um, and, um, and so uh, we're, we're constantly bringing people along to try to truly understand and embed this idea of this higher purpose into their lives. But they got to walk the talk. Um, walk the talk. And again, what how do you impact? Um, what impact do I personally want to create? Am I seeing that, that impact made manifest in my business? Do I embrace each quality of, these, um, of a conscious leader? These are the things that we have to ask. So again, how to get started is really looking at, okay, how do we assess where we're at with this particular tenant? And then identify ways to go in. And again, incremental development and uh, move it higher. Um, Culture, culture is everything. Uh, this is um, so important. Our goal here is to establish an environment for our people to grow, learn, and develop. It is the number one core strategy in our business. And I'll tell you, it was different from the beginning. The client was always right. The client was, and we, and we stress that. And our employees began to come back and say, hey, we believe in the client. How about us? It was something we really changed. And as I began to figure this out and, and, and get maybe a little wiser, by, devel by developing and pouring in to our people, again, understanding the culture, understanding the higher purpose, providing them opportunities to have technical training, um, leadership training, uh, mind skills, strategic planning, creative thinking. I've tripled my, my employee development budget. That's how important it is. And um, we use various things, but what this does is now as these employees begin to see how we're pouring into them, the creativity, the innovation is coming from them. We got Carter Welder, who is with us today. He works with uh, uh, TriStar. We have a bench strength of some amazing people. And these guys are training the next people coming in. And the innovation and the creativity that's, I always used to think I had to do that. And now they're blowing me away. And so culture, is everything. Um, yes, and he's, these are some of the things, uh, trust, accountability, integrity, diversity, and these are the qualities of a conscious culture. And again, the pandemic, just giving an example, this is how our culture changed for the pandemic. 
we all struggle. Do we bring our people into work or don't we bring our people? Thankfully, we had a good culture. When we called them all back, we said, you need to come in and work. We're about relationships. We want to work. To have them come back into our environment, it was easier because they knew what it was all about. And um, to give you an example of, you know, it has really made us be much more flexible in dealing with our employees. I call our single moms with um, kids super moms. I mean, the things that they have to do, and, and super, they're super dads too. But anyway, um, we, we, we basically are so flexible now. If you need 15, 20 minutes in the morning to get your kids situated, take it. You know your job. And you don't have to work over. I know you're going to get your job done. And if you need to leave early to pick up those kids, go ahead and do it. Is is created so much trust within our organization. Now you might say, well, Sally over here is complaining because Joey over here left early and things that we don't have any of that. Why? Because we got to know each other and we got to work with each other and, and trust each other. We do so many things from our newsletter to everything we touch. We, we try to um, educate people on who's doing what in the community, what's their family like, even what their pets are like. Our newsletter is awesome. And, but it, what it does, it brings us all together to get to know each other more, important, more um, intimately. I know a lot of our employees. I know their wives. I know their kids. I know their pets. I know what's important to them. And that's the level. So what level do you want to get to? You can't do it overnight, but is there a way that we can begin to work for that? So conscious capitalism movement, the strategy is to do what we're doing today, introduce the concept. Here it is. Um, share the best practices. Share the best practices amongst each other. You know, John Hall did it this morning. He just, he shared. John's on our board. John um, uh, shared what they do and how they approach things. Again, sharing with each other these best practices. Um, you can learn a lot from others. And then we want to amplify those stories of success. And we create this, we create this movement within our, within our region. The Great Lakes Bay region has touched over 600 businesses. We have a regular attendance at our events. We have, um, we have two main events uh, during the year in May and October. We bring in speakers. And, um, and then we have, if uh, you're a, a partner uh, of this uh, movement, you pay $1,000 and you have access to CEOs within our, within our chapter. And we have CEO roundtable discussions about how are you becoming more conscious in running your business. The best, I have an invitation to all of you, is absolutely free to get engaged here. All you have to do is go to um, 
consciouscapitalism.org, the GLBR. You can take a picture of the slide. Go ahead and register. You're going to be invited to all the events. Like I said, they're free. And um, you can start getting engaged. And, and again, we have, uh, we have turnouts of about 200 on average that attend our events. We have speakers come in from all over the country. At the end of the day, what we're doing is that we're dealing with the heart of the organization. Conscious capitalism is just not giving more money to, to the community or paying, even paying your employees more. It's about developing those relationships with all of your stakeholders. And it's going to drive and elevate your company to higher levels. And as a result, we're going to impact the people in our, in our um, businesses. And now it's going to lead down to the families and then also a heart for the community. That's what the conscious capital, capitalism movement is trying to do. Um, the, there's a, a friend of mine that gave me uh, the paper that John Mackey wrote. Um, in 2007 about conscious capitalism. And as I read, um, it's like a 19-page paper. Who reads a 19-page paper? Someone gives it to you, but I did. And the more I read about it, I'm going, yeah, we do that. Yeah, we do that. Yeah, we do that. Yeah, we do that. Like I said, we all did it. Well, what I found, and, and, and so what I come to realize is that by taking each of these elements and just doing an assessment, you know, where's our culture? What, what are we trying to do? We've always, I've always had a heart for the community. I've always had a heart for the community. And when we established the, uh, the organization, we wanted to be a community bank. And so that was there, but we didn't really define it on how we could do it and the impact that we were going to make. But um, the impact that we're making on families, I mean, we are living our higher purpose. I mean, it's just, and that's just self. I mean, I'm just so proud of our staff and all of our stakeholders, because it's just not me. It's just not our, our employees. It's all of our stakeholders. And that unite, and that just absolutely unites us. So relationships first, but then you will be able to have the opportunity to give more to the community. You're going to be able to pay your employees more. And that's what we're doing. So let's give Gene another round of applause. Thank you. Please check the Chamber website at Mount Pleasant- Nope, let me do it again. Please check the Chamber website at mount-pleasant.net for more information on events, members, and our next daybreak. This podcast is brought to you by My Michigan Podcast and the Mount Pleasant Area Chamber of Commerce.